You are listening to Jai Long, and this is Make Your Break, episode number eighty-six. Hey, welcome back. Today, I'm excited to talk about pricing, specifically to wedding photographers. I know it's a pain point for so many people, and as you're growing your business and scaling up your business, there's always new ceilings, there's always new limiting beliefs, and there's always new markets that we need to test. So today, I want to dive in a little bit deeper around pricing and talking about our worth, talking about your worth, and how we can debunk a few myths that are out there in the industry right now, and how we can think a little bit different. So definitely going to be diving into some mindset. And just to pre-warn you guys, this episode is not going to be for everybody because I don't make content for everybody. I don't want to make content for you to have something that you want to listen to. I want to challenge what you already think and I want to challenge what other people say in the industry and I want to create content that's worth listening to. So if I'm just repeating the same thing that you know, it's not really worth showing up and actually listening to this podcast episode. So I want to make sure I'm bringing lots of value. But again, don't forget, this is not for everybody. There's going to be people out there that absolutely disagree and that's fine. I absolutely disagree with them as well, but I need it to get to the right people at the right time when someone's out there right now feeling a little bit hopeless with pricing and they're feeling a little bit overwhelmed and they get told all the time, just charge what you're worth getting a lot of empty messages. This one is absolutely for you. So before we get started, the Six Figure Business Map, which is my online business coaching program, it's open for enrollment on the 19th of April. I had to think about that for a second, which I shouldn't because I'm currently recording some new episodes, some new modules. I'm recording a client experience module and a Facebook and Instagram ads module. And let me tell you, I've done so many Instagram and Facebook ads courses over my time, over the last couple of years. And specifically in the wedding photography arena. And I can tell you, this is going to be the best course that's out there for wedding photographers. And I know that because one, I've spent a lot of money on Facebook ads. I've done a lot of testing. And two, a lot of the stuff that's out there, it just doesn't really explain it as far as it should. So I'm really excited to bring that out into the business map. And everybody that's already in the business map is going to be dropping very shortly. And if you're going to be enrolling soon, I can't wait for you to join my community. So 19th, 19th of April. If you want to join the wait list, because there's always extra bonuses and everything, get over to my website, which is jialong.co. Put in your details there. You're going to see it straight away for the wait list. And um, I would love to have you join my community in 2021 and help you build and scale a business that you're proud of, that you love. Okay, let's get into pricing. This is going to be a juicy episode because I'm not holding back and I just want to speak my mind and just, I want to say I'm saying it with love. I'm saying it with empathy. Okay. I understand where you are. I've been there and I know when I first started out, so many people told me just to charge what I'm worth and it gave me anxiety because I didn't know what I was worth and I didn't know what that meant. And there was so many different factors at play. So this is the first thing that I want to drive home. The first point. There are no rules, okay? There are no rules. Let me tell you, Jai's number one rule is there are no rules. A lot of the times we play by rules which are made up by other people for their businesses and for some reason we use those frameworks for our business and that's not what we want to do. 
Now, if anyone tells you that there's rules and you hear them all the time, like you have to charge what you're worth, never discount, never work for free, never work for friends, keep it all serious. It's all business, no pleasure, keep them separate. Like you always hear these rules that we always give each other and you always hear educators and influencers, you know, getting up on stages and they're saying these things over and over. And it's like, man, I didn't know that there was a rule book that I had to follow by and it's your rules, right? So I want to unlock those shackles for you, even if I've given you some rules, like there is no rules. So just remember that. Now, when I say these rules, the most important thing is you don't want anyone else steering your ship. You don't want any other rules, other people's rules for their business steering your ship. You don't want other educators and influencers. You don't want other, your peers or anyone else because you are the one running your ship. You're the one that has to keep showing up for it. So if you're undercharging or overcharging, if you're not getting any bookings because your prices are wrong, but people are telling you to keep going, it's you that is made, taking the risk and it's you that has to keep waking up and living with those choices. So just remember that you need to be in control of your ship. You need to be in charge. You've got to be the CEO of your business. So don't let anybody tell you what you have to do in your business because at the end of the day, we're creative entrepreneurs. And one thing that I know is with wedding photography, it's so far behind the times with business, right? So far behind the times. It has been like this for a long time. But what I see now is people are trying to catch up. So they are adapting and adopting old strategies from how business used to be. But because we're so far behind, it's all outdated stuff. And so when we are following these rules or we're trying to be more corporate or we're trying to not mix pleasure with business and we're trying to give ourselves more structure, we're simply following something that most businesses are actually moving on from. So I want you to remember that because just because we don't know what business is and just because it's not one of our strengths, it doesn't mean that we have to fall for the trap of doing the wrong thing and think that we have to make our business all businessy. We need to run it from our heart. We need to have the empathy. We need to show up for people. That's why as creative entrepreneurs, we have a superpower that other people don't have and we need to lean into that, right? It's so important. Like let your creativity shine, let your empathy shine, let your people skills shine. That's what it's all about. It's not about following the rules. So let's get into how do we decide what you are worth? Now, I hear a lot of people say like, charge what you're worth. One thing, of course, is like, you know, you're worth something, right? Everybody is worth something. So it's hard to say like, what are we worth? And then when we create a price, like what is our price? Now, one thing I want to say is, look, how did you come up with the number that you have now? Did you brainstorm it with your friend or with your dad or something? And then this is the number that you came from. And then you won't let anyone, you know, there's no discounts. You're not going to change your price for anybody. Like, where did you come up with that number? Is this a number that you actually worked out and you did the science behind what people are willing to pay? Or is this a number that you just made up? Now, I'm all about charging what you're worth and finding out your pricing. But look, it's not about you. Your prices are not about you. It's never about you. And I say this about everything. Business in 2021, if you want to know how to run a good business, it's not about you. It's about your clients. It's about your service. It's about the experience. It's about what you're bringing out, your art to the world. Now, I think that's really important. But the thing is, the market determines what you're worth. 
The same as anything else. So I remember when I seen when COVID-19 first hit and people were going into lockdown and people would say, I would never change my prices. I'm not lowering my prices for anybody. The thing is, when you become rigid like that, you're running from ego. Okay, so you're an ego-driven brand. You're saying that I'm not going to allow my ego to take a hit even if my ship sinks, right? I'm going to go down with it. Now, that's not the way business should be in 2021. It's about the client, not about the ego. What are clients willing to pay right now? What are clients willing to pay during COVID? Look, a lot of the times things got cheaper during COVID. So if you're not dropping your prices, but your rent is cheaper and maybe you're getting government subsidies or grants and things like that, maybe grocery shopping gets cheaper There's so many different variables when something happens in the market, a market changes. And so you need to change as well. And I'm not saying that you just need to put down your prices. All I'm saying is you need to be flexible. You need to adapt. You need to let go of the ego and you need to serve the people. What are they willing to pay right now? What are they valuing right now? What experiences do they value? How can you change your packages to best suit what's happening right now? Maybe it's smaller weddings. Maybe it's more less destination. Maybe it's more adventure weddings in people's backyards. Maybe it's shorter amount of time. Maybe they cherish more things like wedding albums and things like that, but you need to adapt and change as fast as the world adapts and change because if you're running on your ego, you're going to be left behind. And let me put out a disclaimer to you. The things that I've done in my career for free or whatever I've had to do, I have worked my ass off to get to where I am. I won't let my ego get in the way of my business failing, right? If I had to go out there and be a barista tomorrow, I would absolutely do that. If I have to drive Uber tonight to make my dream work, I'll absolutely do that. And I can post it on Instagram. It doesn't mean I'm failing. It means I'm winning because I'm adapting and I will get through the hard times by not allowing judgment from other people bring me down. So do it whatever it takes, but look, you got to do it for your clients. Now, when I say like things change, right? Here's a good example. If you have a million dollar house, And someone wants to buy it off you for a million dollars. It's worth a million dollars, right? But then let's just say you put it on the market and you want to sell it. And then the GFC hits. In 2008, we had a global world crisis. And all of a sudden, people want to pay a million dollars for your house. So maybe people will pay $500,000. So my question to you is, what is your house worth? Is it now worth a million dollars or is it worth 500,000? Has it halved? Now to me, of course, it's worth 500000 It doesn't matter how much I paid for the house. doesn't matter what the rates are. doesn't matter what my interest rates are, all that kind of stuff. It matters what someone is willing to pay for the house. That's the value of the house. So if you just think that you're a wedding photographer and you charge you know, $5,000 and $10,000 and then you're not going to change anything, even if the market around you changes, you can see where I'm getting at there. It's going to be hard to sell that house during a GFC if you're not changing the price of the house. But you can do other things. Maybe you don't have to sell the house, but maybe you can do other things to get you through until there's a good time to continue on with that house. Now, that's just a little analogy that I'm using here, but I want you to be thinking about that with your wedding photography. What can you do right now? How can you survive right now? What can you do that's not ego-driven, but it's client-centric driven? It's about your clients. Now, there's so much in pricing, right? It does come down to what people are willing to pay. Absolutely. 
But a lot of the times we get it wrong because we actually undercharge, to be honest. We don't think, because with our insecurities and our low confidence and our lack of experience, perhaps, we tend to undercharge because we don't know what people are willing to pay. So one way to work that out is by testing the market. So if you're a wedding photographer right now and you're charging $2,000 because you believe that's what you're worth, right? And there is no science behind that. I challenge you to experiment. I challenge you to put out a price that's 3000 one that's 4000 one that's 5000 and add some more packages on there and add some different experiences and see what happens. See if someone will book a bigger package. So I challenge you to actually just test the market because it only takes one booking for you to prove that you might be worth even a little bit more. Sometimes we charge too much. And yes, I'm going to say that because I don't want to sugarcoat this. I know there's so many people saying, yeah, but in the city, people charge five to $10,000 a wedding photographer. That could be great. But maybe where you are, maybe your clientele are not going to pay it. Maybe the type of people you're trying to get are not going to pay it, which means you're not worth that. Does that make sense? You've got to adjust to the market. What are they willing to pay? Okay, and don't forget what they're willing to pay. Maybe they're willing to pay more if you increase the services, if you actually made a better experience, if you had more products. So maybe it's not your price, but maybe it's the way that you've dished up and offered the price. Maybe you've missed the mark completely and you're giving the wrong service. It's not the price at all. So that's something to think about. Look, here's something I want to say right here. When it comes down to what you are worth, I want you to ask yourself the question, do people know who you are? Are people knocking down your door to hire your services? Because if they're not, you've got no leverage. If people don't desire your services, if they don't know who you are, if you've never done work for the clients and the type of clients that you want to book, if you're not seen in the magazines, if you're not featured all over the place, you have no leverage. So if you're starting out, just say you're a commercial photographer, okay, and you're just starting out and you've never done anything for a brand before, the first thing that I'd be doing is I'd be making campaigns for free for big brands so I can show people a portfolio piece. That's what I'd be doing. When I started my wedding photography business, I knew I wanted to have a six-figure business within the first 12 months, okay? That was my goal. But how could I do that when there was no leverage? I had nothing to show. I didn't have clients to show. I didn't have reviews. I didn't have features. I didn't have awards. I didn't have anything. So the first thing that I did is I went out there to create some leverage. I shot my first eight weddings for free. I traveled. I put my own money into it. I got those weddings featured into magazines. I became an international wedding photographer. I got sponsored by people. I submitted those photos everywhere. I got them featured everywhere. And then all of a sudden I had leverage and desire and people started knocking on my door and paying me what I was worth. I was worth something now. So when people say, don't work for free, I'm going to challenge that. And I'm going to say, whose rules? Why are you the human that has the right to tell me what to do and my business? Okay. And also, is it coming from their best interest or is it because they are selfish and saying, it's not because I want you to succeed. It's because of my business. Okay. So they might be doing it for their own gain. Now, look, I charge between five and 10 thousand dollars a wedding personally but i'm not scared of someone that charges two thousand or three thousand or four thousand or five thousand i'm not even scared of anyone that charges free because they're not taking any of my market share they're different clients okay so you need to understand that 
Now, if you do work for free, I said there's no rules, but this is not a rule. This is what would Jai do? If someone asked me to shoot for free, I would say no. So that's what Jai would do. I would say no. If someone asked me to shoot for free, I say no. If someone asked me for a discount, I say no. I only work for free on my terms. So it needs to be me coming to them with the idea. So yes, I have never shot for free when someone asks me, but I have shot for free even this year because I've come to them and said, hey, I love your story and I want to be part of it and I don't want money to be in the way and I don't want to be a discount wedding photographer, so I'm not giving you a discount. I'm doing it for free because I love what I do. Okay, so that's me and my terms and I know what I'm getting out of this relationship. So it's really important. That's what I want you to be thinking about. Now, when you shoot for free and if you do shoot for free, it's not for free. You don't act like it's for free. To have the audacity to think that this is something free is beyond me, right? Because they are investing that one day into into you. So their wedding day, their portfolio, they've never seen your work before. They are trusting you and they're investing their time. They're allowing you to experiment on them. I mean, that's worth money. It's worth you paying someone to shoot their wedding to get that from someone, okay? So when I shoot for free, I never act like it's for free. If I want to be a $5,000 wedding photographer, every wedding I shoot, I act like they're paying me $5,000. If they're paying me nothing, if it's free, I act like they just paid me $5,000. This is the most I've ever been paid for a wedding. If I get paid $500, I act like it's a $5,000 wedding photography gig. If I get paid $3,000, I act like it's a $5,000 wedding photography gig. And the reason why I do that, because I keep showing up relentlessly like this, is because those people cherish the work that I do for them. They're thankful. They share it with their friends and their family and they can't stop talking about me. I wasn't the person that was resentful because I felt like people weren't charging or paying me what I was worth. I was the person that just showed up because I was working for me. I wasn't working for them. I'm working for me. I'm proving to myself that I am a $5,000 wedding photographer. And the second that someone pays me, I'm ready for it. Look how I work. Look at the experience that I create. Look how far above and beyond I go for my clients. Because don't forget, this is for my clients. This is not for me. So what would Jai do? Yeah, Jai absolutely works for free. I work for free all the time and with everything. Even the first time that I did a workshop, it cost me about $5,000 to put on that workshop, okay, out of my pocket. I didn't have the money at the time. It wasn't something that I was like, yes, I can't wait to invest $5,000. But I did it because I played the long game. Now, I still do things for free. I still do mentoring for free. I do things for the people that I love because there's no rules to business. I don't believe that if I'm doing something for free for someone that they are underpaying me. I believe that they are investing their time into me and I cherish that. And I and I believe that's a huge investment. And then so I show up with equal amount of value and make sure that I'm showing up for them. So just like you listening to my podcast, there is something worth listening to. Okay, the next thing I want to say, people don't pay for your products. They pay for the results. I see too many wedding photographers and photographers in general, and they get on and they will uninspiringly trying to get people to book their services by saying stuff like, I charge this much because I painstakingly put 40 hours into editing and I also have bills to pay and I've got a CRM and I've got a virtual assistant that I've got to pay. And they talk about their bills, right? Do you think that someone cares about your bills? 
<laughs> I want to ask that one more time. Do you actually think people care how much time you put into their editing and how much your bills cost? Now, I want you to think about it this way. Imagine if you went to go and buy a car and the car company said to you, hey, this car is $25,000 because you know what? The bills to get this made is crazy and I've got a CRM and I had to get it shipped here from Korea and there's so much and it takes me 40 hours worth of admin just to get the car here. It's uninspiring. All they need to say is, hey, you like this car? I think you'd look really good in it. I think, to be honest, I think you'd look successful. It goes fast. It does the things exactly that you want it to do. What more could you ask for? People pay for the results. They never pay for the product. They don't care about your wedding photography. Let's be honest. They don't care. They care how you make them feel. They care about the experience. They care how they feel when they see those wedding photos. They care about keeping those memories. They care about sharing those with friends and family. They care about those things. That's the transformation. That's what they're paying for, those results. So when you come to someone and you say, I charge this much because I have bills and I have this, you're uninspiringly pushing people away. Who cares about your bills? Stop telling people about them. Everyone has bills. Tell someone a better story. They want the story about themselves. Why should they care to book you? Why should they care about your services? Why should they care about your experiences? Tell a better story. Because there's got to be something there that you do that other people don't do. You must be offering something for people to knock down your door to try and get to your services. And let me tell you what, no one's knocking down your door to pay your bills. No one cares. No one cares about your photography. Everyone cares about themselves. And the second that you realize this, this is not about you. This is about your client. Then it unlocks business for you because you're going to start showing up differently. You're going to be thinking, what story can I tell that's a better story? How can I get people to care about what do I care about? And the best way to get someone to care about what you do is you start caring about them and you start caring about what you do. Stop caring about those bills. Stop caring about trying to prove to people that you do more editing than other people. Care about your clients. What are they actually saying? What do they actually want? How can you show up for them? How can you inspire them? How can you motivate them? How can you empower them? How can you make them look incredible in their photos? How can you make them feel loved by their friends and family? How can you best represent their wedding day and give back those images? That's what I want you to be thinking about. You can think about that and that's going to change your game. Now, another thing about pricing and branding is, well, pricing is branding and pricing is marketing. I've never seen anyone in the wedding photography space talk about this and it actually blows my mind and I think it's actually so funny. But pricing is branding and pricing is marketing. Why do you think Gucci is Gucci? It's not because it's well designed. It's not even because it's made in Europe. Most of the stuff is made in China. It's because of the price tag. They do it and they use it as a brand they, and they use it as marketing. It's a, it's a talking point. You see that somewhere, it creates status. That person there, they've got a Gucci bag. They've made money. They're successful. There's status there. And then I go and buy that because I'm like, people like me, successful people, we buy Gucci bags. Okay? So it creates a story for ourselves. So with your pricing... Like, are you uninspiring people with your pricing because it's exactly the same as everybody else? Or are you using it as branding? 
Are you using it as marketing? Now, I just did a quick Google search and I've heard this a lot, but a brand called Tiffany & Co, they have a gold paperclip for sale right now, and you can Google this, for $2,700. A paperclip for $2,700. Is that remarkable? It really isn't. Is a paperclip special? It's not. Is gold special? It really isn't. Gold is everywhere and it's in sh- all sorts of shapes and forms. It's In fact, it's in your phone right now. It's in probably in your ear pods right now when you're listening. Gold is everywhere, okay? It's not the gold that's special. It's not the product that's special. It's the price. It's special because of how outrageous it is that someone would buy a paperclip for 2700 Now, what it's done is it's created a talking point about Tiffany & Co. What I'm doing right now is I'm giving them free advertising because I'm talking about it on my podcast. It becomes a talking point. And then it anchors their brand. They're a luxury brand because they have to be if they sell a paperclip for 2700 And they also are allowing me to do my marketing for them. Of course. Now, why don't we ever do this with our wedding photography business? Imagine if I told you, I said, and someone got in touch and I said, I'm $50,000 for wedding photography. Now, what would happen is everybody will get in touch with everybody else and go, okay, everyone's about three and a half, three thousand, four thousand, fifteen hundred. 4,000, 1,500, this person's 5,000, this person's $50,000. Now, what's the audacity of this person to even think like they're worth that much Maybe they actually are worth that much. Why is everybody else so cheap? Now, everyone would talk about it too because it would. I legit think it would go viral. People would share it and go, look at this person. I can't believe like they're actually charging $50,000 and they're booking weddings. Actually, are we all doing it wrong and that person's doing it right? Like what's happening here? And it becomes a talking point. So you can use it because I would peg my brand as I would be the most desired. You'd have to be elite to even consider booking me. And it would be marketing because the talking point would, would spread like wildfire through the community, right? And through everywhere. Now, this happens time and time again, but it can be big and it can be small. With my wedding photography summit, I charged $7. Why did I do that? It's because it was marketing. Everyone asks me, why would you bother? And they're trying to work it out. Why would you bother charging $7? Like, what is it? And they're trying to crack the code, right? Why would I charge $7 for something? Why wouldn't I charge nine? People ask me. Why wouldn't I charge 15? Why wouldn't I charge 100? People would pay $100. Because $100, that is really good. $100 for the summit that I put on, that's a great price, okay? But people don't talk about good. No one cares about good. But when it's something that's ridiculous, like $7, then people talk about it because it's like, is this a scam? Is this guy lost his mind? Is this guy disrupting the industry? Is this guy poking the bear? Like what is happening here? Also, I need to tell everyone else about this because I just found this and I can't believe it's happening and I need to tell everybody else, right? So now you can create marketing around pricing. Changes the game. Completely different. Now, all this to say is, Look, people don't pay for your products. They pay for the results. Pricing is a game where it's not one size fits all. You can't just take on rules from other people because if you do that, you're going to do the same as other people. And if you're listening to people that don't have the success that you want, haven't hit the goals that you want in your life, man, you're going to be hitting the same limiting beliefs that they have, the same everything that they have. And if that's what you want, then that's totally fine. Now, the last thing I want to leave you on is, look, 
price war is the fast it's the fastest way to win the race to the bottom and it really is if you're going out there and you're basing everything on your pricing and you want to be average the same as everybody else if you want to do the same packages as everybody else you want to name them the same thing as everybody else you want to present them on the same price guide as everybody else you want everything the same as everybody else because you absolutely are afraid of standing out because you don't want to be individual because you don't want to be noticed like most of us Because it's human nature to not want to be noticed. We don't want to stand out because we don't want to be criticized and we don't want, you know, to be hurt in any way. But good marketing is about standing out. And you can use pricing to stand out. You don't have to be the same as anybody else. One good little example here is when I first started my photo booth business, I actually contacted all the photo booth companies in my area and they're all around about $500. And I thought, man, they've got such a crappy experience. Like, why aren't anybody hiring photo booths? Like, why is it such a crappy experience? And when I realized that it was $500, I'm like, okay, that's why. Because they decided that they weren't going to give their clients the better experience. Instead, they're going on the price, which, of course, is the quickest way to the bottom. So because they decided that they're going to base their business to be the same as everybody else and compete on price, everyone's $500. So that's the new benchmark. It means everybody was unremarkable. And when you're unremarkable, you have to start advertising because that's the tax of being unremarkable. What can you do now? You have to try and stand out somehow. They've got to have some sort of difference. So when I seen that, the first thing that I did I've never even ran a photo booth job before. There was no experience. We built our own booth. We just launched our own website. And we we made our starting price $1,000. And it went up from there. Now, why? One is because nobody else gave the services that I believed people needed. And it's because of the price. They thought that people wouldn't pay for those services. So that way they put the prices down, which was just untrue. It just wasn't out there in the world. And the next thing is my business became remarkable. We took all the work and we put out a whole bunch of other photo booths out of business because they were fighting on price. And when I say that's the quickest race to the bottom, it wasn't me that put them out of business. It was them racing to the bottom with their pricing. That's how they set up their business, right? So as soon as I doubled everybody else's price, it became remarkable. And when people got in touch with everybody, they got in touch with five other wedding photographers, everyone was $500 and I was $1,500. What do you think happened? They would ask me, Jai, I just want to know, why are you double the price of everybody else? Like your prices, like what's wrong with those guys? Like what's happening here? And it will be easy for me to explain that, hey, I have been to 400 plus weddings and I've seen hundreds of photo booths and it killed me on the inside that they didn't give a great experience at these amazing weddings that they spent so much on styling and so much on a wedding photographer and so much on everything else. And then there was a subpar photo booth in the corner. It killed me. Now, I don't want that to happen to your wedding, to be honest, because a photo booth, if done right, can be the life of the party and it can be styled right and it can look incredible and your friends are going to have a good time. They're going to be talking about it for years to come. Now, see what I'm saying here? I'm not talking about price at all. I'm not justifying my pricing, but I'm selling the results I'm selling the desire. Imagine having a photo booth that looked as good as the rest of your wedding. Imagine what your friends would say when they see how good it looks. Imagine the fun and experience that they would have when there's something decent at their wedding. Now, if I'm selling the results, 
completely different. Most people are trying to sell their products. And then when someone asks for a discount, the first thing they say, they uninspiringly push them away and say, you have to pay that price. I'm not giving a discount because I've got bills. (laughs) No one wants to pay your bills. Let me tell you that right now. I'm saying this with love. This is hard love, okay? But no one wants to pay your bills. You don't even want to pay your bills. Let's be honest. You don't want to pay your bills. Your clients don't want to pay your bills. Don't make them pay your bills. Allow them to have the transformation they deserve, okay? That's what I want you to be thinking about today. So to recap, because I don't want to recap on all this stuff, because look, this is fire right now. I know there's some people in here that's going to absolutely hit them in the heart and they're going to hate this. I know there's other people that are going to absolutely love this and it's going to free them up. And I know there's some people that's going to change their freaking lives because they've been so stuck and pushed down by other people's rules that were created for them. And for some reason, their business has been driven by other people. They're out of control and they haven't even thought about their own pricing, their own products. They haven't thought about, are they worth showing up and how much do they want? Is their business about the client or is it about them? Have you been learning the wrong thing, the wrong way around? Most people will tell you, work at your your worth. What's your worth? What are you willing to show up for? And what I'm saying is, work out how your clients will pay more for you, okay? Like work out what problems do they have? Work out what are they willing to pay for your services? And then when you work that out, how can you get them to pay even more? What can you do there? Because if you put a ceiling on your pricing and you're not testing the market, you're not adding on extra upsells, if you're not giving them extra services, like things like that, man, you're doing your clients an injustice. People have a credit card is because they don't make as much money as they need to spend all the time. Literally the reason why someone has a credit card. They're like, oh man, Jai, I make it $2,000 a week, but I'm getting a credit card for $20,000 because I seriously, I just need to spend more money right now. I can't wait 10 weeks before I can spend it, right? That's why we have a credit card. We want to spend. We love spending. And then here's you that comes along and says, hey, I love myself. Here's my prices. Charge what I'm worth. I don't care about you. And also I'm not giving you any extras or anything because I don't care that you are willing to spend more or you want more or you want a different experience. You want a better experience. You want results. Look, I'm trying to give you my products. You want results, go somewhere else. And that's what most of us say. Now, this is hard love. I know this and I know, you know, I'm saying this with conviction. I have... I'm successful in businesses because I think about this stuff all the time. I challenge the status quo when it comes to this kind of stuff. When people are on podcasts, on Clubhouse, on in courses, and, and they're teaching you pricing and stuff, like I want you to absolutely think for yourself as well and say, is this the best way for me? Does this best serve my clients? Is that the right market that I have? Will people in my area pay this? Will my people want that experience? I want you to be thinking about your clients more so than yourself. Look, you've been listening to Jai Long. I'm so thankful that you have invested your time into listening to me talking about pricing. If anything else, I just hope this starts a conversation with you and your friends. If you can share this with your friends, if you can share this with your peers on Instagram, I promise I'll reshare it on my Instagram as well at jailong.co. And if you've got any questions, if you want to hit me up in DMs on there all the time, absolutely. I've got time for you. That's what I'm all about. I'm here all the time. And I, and I absolutely hate it when people write to me and say, Jai, I'm not sure if you read your own direct messages on Instagram, but I want to reach out. Like I absolutely do. Okay. So I have time for you. I'm always there. So please reach out. If there's anything that hit a nerve, 
and it hit a nerve in a bad way, I want you to reflect on that mindset thing. When something hits a nerve, it's, it's generally because there's some sort of insecurity there. So what is it for you right now? Like, what do you need to think about with your pricing, with your clients, with the setup that you have, with the business that you're running? Are you running it from your heart? Are you running it in 2021 with empathy? Are you doing it for your clients? I want you to ask these questions because these are hard questions. But look, if you want success in this industry, if you want to hit new heights that other people are not hitting around you, this is where it all starts. Again, thank you so much. I'm going to see you on Instagram. And of course, subscribe to the channel because I'm going to see you next week.